Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Los Funnies Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Short, short intermission. Took a break. Uh, but I'm back for a week. Uh, how was it during that week that I wasn't here? How, what was the raising like? Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I guess everything was just par for the course. I did watch a couple of races at home. And there were some long shots last week. And uh, long shots continued in the second half of Friday night. Uh, nice pick four there. But I'm happy to be back. New baby in the house. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I, I could just... I was wondering where you were. I was wondering how things <laughs> were going at home. How much sleep you were getting. I, uh, sleep? I thought it was going to be worse. Kidding or not. Uh, if you believe it or not. I thought yes. it was, She's actually... So far, one week in the book, she's a good baby. Uh... She eats and she sleeps for two hours, eats and sleeps. So as long as she's getting the, the two hours in between, you can sleep in a little break. So uh, she's so far one week in the books. Baby Ariana doing good. Mom doing good as well. But I wanted to ask you. Well, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave the Laker talk for the end, right? But um, yeah, baby Ariana's home. We're doing good. Baby Jackie, she's she finally got the hang of things. Now she's like, oh, I got a baby sister. Yeah, that's, you can just leave the house and leave everything up to her, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, your wife can get a little more rest. <laughs> that's while, it. <laughs> while, while old older sister takes care of the baby. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to my sister in law. She she lives close by. She's she's visiting us and and uh, helping out when we can. But uh, whew, I can tell you, man, like uh, we think women have it easy. Yeah. No way. Uh, <laughs> and my wife's like, I wish you felt. The pain we feel when we give it, we're, we're in labor. I'm like, I wish I couldn't, I didn't feel that. I believe you. Uh, yeah, I can imagine no, how it no. feels. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I know that there was it the epidural shot that they, oh, they can get. And that's the thing. She didn't get it this time. Oh, really? She's like, I want to do as far as I can, do it as far as I can. Uh, and she didn't get it. Yeah. So for that. God, what a trooper. Oh, man, what a trooper. Rock's God. God. I mean, I was like... Wait, were you in the room, of course, oh, yeah, right? Did she yeah. just, like, grab you? Like, oh, give me that it, shot! It, it, it was... <laughs> it was intense, Yeah. right? But after that, I was like... I was like, you're a, you're a fucking rock star. Yeah. You know, it's a, I had to drop an F-bomb right there, but, man, rock star for sure. Yeah, that's uh, pretty unbelievable. <laughs> man, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it, but uh, labor wasn't too long. So, uh, a few pushes there, and uh, baby was out, happy and healthy. Uh, she was actually eight... Eight pounds two ounces, which was over almost a pound and a half bigger than Jackie. Okay. Bigger than her first baby. So this is yeah. a way bigger baby. Uh, but yeah, wife's a trooper. Can't complain. So is Ariana the, the new bad beat therapist? Yeah. Now now people are asking, what's going to be the nickname? What's going to be the <laughs> So stay tuned. Nickname is in the works, ladies and gentlemen. But for now, bad beat therapist and Ariana there at home. Uh, I There's something I wanted to ask, and it just slipped my mind right now. I'll circle back to it all if right, I can. Right. But we're going to take a look at Sunday's Edberg Million Futurity. Million dollar there race. Oh, I was going to ask, who's paying up pizza? Is it you or George? See, uh, I won the bet. Oh, yeah, yeah, excuse me. I would see that's I besides <laughs> you hold having on. a newborn hold baby girl. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Breaking news coming to the desk, ladies and gentlemen. And breaking news. <laughs> After months and months. <laughs> And months. Oh, man. Hitman, Curtis Reese, the belt is back. 
I, I hit a trifecta early on and I thought that was gonna be it. And you came up and you were like, oh, it's over. Is it when you were talking? And I was like, you are jinxing me. <laughs> what if Professor D comes right back and hits a trifecta and makes it close again? Yes, uh -huh. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose this again. But now I was able to hold him off through the whole night. The belt came back down to Equibase Quarter. The professor will be paying off the pizza <laughs> this time. Right, sounds good. That's why I thought, I thought your boss told you we couldn't do the podcast so I could come in here and gloat. I didn't think it was the birth of your newborn baby girl. I thought Professor didn't want to hear me this week on the well, podcast. Uh, well, he it was. Uh, we had a couple of people asking where's the podcast, where's the podcast. So we took a little bit of a uh, hiatus there for for the week in between. But uh, shout out to my baby. She's a racetrack baby. She did not arrive on a racetrack night, right? I mean that's. E what was it like uh, I always watch uh, Christina Oliveris yeah. uh, or Christina Black yeah. yeah you always see her little montage yeah uh, that uh, wasn't she she was born on a on a dark day and a Tuesday that, that way her dad could be there yeah. as well so yeah it was pretty nice of her to accommodate you yeah, like she that she came she came by on a on a Thursday Wednesday night Thursday morning so plenty of time there uh, to uh, to take that weekend off shout out to Kurt Hoover who filled in. Professor G, and there was a sighting of Terry Thompson as well. Yeah, you had a, a nice little little uh, round table of people filling in. Terry did a, a really good job. Orlando did, I think, he did Friday night and then half a Sunday night, and Terry came in and did the last half of Sunday's card. And, God, I mean, he just... He might be just made for TV. He came in there and was just—he's he, talking over Scotty. Oh, yeah. That's hard to That's do. That's hard to do. He, he was going me. right back and forth. Believe with me, I, I let Scotty run loose. It's hard to—it's hard to talk over him. It's hard to rein him in. Hey, Terry, Terry was was keeping his his side of the desk. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, we're gonna take a look at Sunday's program here at Los Alamitos. By the way, um, our friend Bobby Newman is almost time to be in town. He should be arriving in the next couple of days for the daytime tournament season. Now, he didn't win the pool, right? No. We were talking about this. Carlo won the pool. Carlo won so the good. pool. So, good. we don't owe uh, Bobby any money when he comes <laughs> into town. Maybe we just keep it quiet and say he lost the entire and pool. Buy pizza. And uh, we just play a little practical joke on him. That, and, that could I be mean, the that's game. a good way to get extra pizza. But glad to have Bobby back in town when he gets here. Yeah, should be back in town. Uh, the thoroughbred season here, Los Al kicks off on Friday. Uh, excuse me, Saturday. So first weekend is Saturday, Sunday, and then the next two weeks, it's Thursday through Sunday. That is the tentative schedule for the two and a half weeks of racing here for the daytime tournament season. There is a uh, handicapping contest there uh, uh, happening, I believe. For sure one. I haven't looked at the schedule for the second weekend. There might be two contests. Really? Handicapping contests. How many seats will they be giving away uh, minimum, for that one, do you know? Minimum of two. Uh, but it could be up to four depending on the number of entries. So, okay. Uh, just go to LosAlamitos.com, click on the daytime page, and you'll find all the details there. Don't quote me on that, but for sure there is at least one handicapping contest with seats for Vegas. Uh, that's all happening here for the next two or three weeks, and then they'll kick on there to Del, uh, Del Mar down by down by the by the sea where the turf meets the surf. Um, hmm. I had something else. But see, maybe God, the sleep. This is the sleep, this, this, this the sleep, right in there. Yeah, you're running sleep, on fumes right the now. The sleep is, is, is a little <laughs> bit running on fumes right now. But we'll keep it going, and I'll let you know what I thought. All right. It'll, yeah. Maybe it'll jog your memory once we it go had, through all the races. It had something to do 
about the daytime season because when I was talking about that, mm-hmm. it kind of it came back to me. But I'll, I'll 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 circle back when it comes back to me. Okay. Race one Sunday night Los Al, June twenty third. We got uh, four and a half furlongs thoroughbreds, conditional claiming tag of twenty five hundred. We got a field of six set to post. Who'd you pick here right off the bat? I'm gonna go to the outside. Summer Buddha here for Lorenzo Ruiz uh, drops back down to twenty five hundred dollar claiming level and stretches out to four and a half you know just broke through the gate prior to that start uh just i don't think the horse is really live that day i'm just going to go back uh, to the outing two outs ago coming off a year layoff was three or four wide around the turn and rallied nicely to only lose by three quarters of the length pulls the blinkers off and again draws the outside lorenzo ruiz hitting at 31 percent i think the horse will be live in the first we're not missing a beat right off the bat. Oh, great. Man, it's just missing. like riding a bike, like, isn't this is, it? This is it. This is, <laughs> we don't need no training wheels right off the bat. We don't need the training wheels on this bike. We agree. Right on the outside there. Summer Buddha. I like the outside draw. Just draw a line through that effort last time out. Broke to the gate. Uh, something you really don't want to see, especially when they're going up in class, right? Facing a, a tougher field. So draw a line through that. I think with a clean start, drop back in class. The six definitely is the horse to beat in my eyes. For second... I'll go to the three far west here. Jesus Mendoza and Edgar Pierres. First, first time Edgar Pierres tonight. Oh, that was it. It was Juan Sanchez. How about Juan Sanchez back yeah. at Los Al? Was it Quantum Force? Quantum with, Force uh, for for Sergio. Yes. Right off the bat, he he came and uh, he looked pretty nice rallying. What was he? Just stalking that leader and came back and I'm sure he'll get a, a bunch of live mounts pretty soon. I mean. He looks like uh, there's no ring rust there. He's ready to go. And the second, the second race, right in race four, he won it also as well. And that was, what was that horse's name? I gotta give him a shout out because that horse was the key to my pick four last night on the quarters. Ciopino Pasadino. So he won back-to-back races, and uh, Ciopino Pasadino there. Eleven hundred dollar late pick for ladies and gentlemen. That's Thank you very a, much. yeah. Thank you. Very it's, much. A, it's a good thing you reminded yourself because that remi- I want to say you didn't need any any time off. No. You, you didn't need any time to get going again. Boom! You just come out right back. Little sleep, little rest, and boom! Eleven hundred dollar pick four. You know who takes all the credit for that one? Who? Baby Ariana. I'll give her all the credit <laughs> for that one because she gave me a little bit of luck. How about a turnaround? Early pick four came back like twelve dollars. Yes. And the late pick four came back almost twelve hundred dollars. It was a tale, a tale of two pick fours last night. That's <laughs> it, for sure. It really was. And the key factor was that that was the same single for both pick fours. Race four ended the early pick four and started the late pick four. Sometimes it's that easy. Yeah, sometimes it is that easy. I'll go <laughs> six, three, two in race number one. Getting ready there, uh, Jose de la Torre, Juan Sanchez there picking up the mount for the first time. I think it's a horse that packs a good late click, late kick, excuse me, and could be rolling late if the speed falls apart. So six, three, two for me here in race one. Yeah, we got the same exactor right off the bat. I like six and then the three because I'm not too sure about the one who I have in in there for third. Centaurus rule here for Sergio Morphin, first time off John Cooper. Uh, pretty much the only speed in here that I, I really see, and he draws along the rail, but. Again, I'm not too confident in here. That's why I picked the closers like the three and the six on top. But, hey, if he does uh, happen to get loose on the class drop, he could be uh, he could be dangerous, but I'm going to throw him in there for third. All right, so I'll go 6-3-2. 6-3-1. And a special also round of applause. And uh, another baby in the family along the compadres. My Joyce had a baby. 
I saw that. Was he posting anything at no, all? No, he that, had it under tight lip. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, he liked the tweet and that's why it showed up. But no, it was actually his baby. Yeah. I, I was thinking the same. I saw that uh, today. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like where did this well, come from? Mike Joyce there? Yeah. I Look mean, at he's, him. He's pretty outspoken. Yeah. You Shout figure out, he would have said something. Shout but. out to Mr. and Mrs. Joyce. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. A new baby, uh, baby boy there. Looks like a happy, healthy boy. And shout out to Mike Joyce there. Um, enjoying a new baby boy at home. All right, race number two. 870 yards. And uh, these are thoroughbreds. And do we have a quarter horse? We don't. No, we don't. Nope. But you can buy one of these fine equine specimens for $10,000. <laughs> shout out to Mike Joyce. Uh, field of six, set to post. Who'd you pick here? I'm gonna go to the four BS Cyclotron here we for don't Jose miss, Avalos. This is, this is an easy bicycle to get uh, back in the groove. I mean, the horse hasn't done anything wrong yet. Brian Corner had the horse for two starts, uh, won both of them. Then it came to uh, Jose Avalos, ran a time of 45.81. It's not blazing, but the horse did it really easy. It takes a slight class drop here uh, from allowance 12,000 to uh, claiming 10,000 here. I think fits well, but I mean, it's gonna have to battle with the two and the five, but I mean, I think this horse, uh, we still haven't seen the best of them and can take another step forward. It just looks pretty simple. To me, I'm just gonna go like that, four, two, five. It could have been either way between the two and the four for me, but given how sharp that one looked off the layout, the four, via Sacrotrum, I was very, very impressed. And also, he outdueled that, that quarter horse, Bushwhacker Dash early on, and just pretty much controlled the race the entire way. So. I gave you the edge to the the edge to the four, but I think this this looks like a four two five race to me. Yeah, I I like the four on top, and then I went to the five for a second just because I thought maybe we we've seen the best of Scoliism okay. so far. Uh, you know, had the lead last time and only lost by half a length. And uh, Jerry Wallace claims the five here from Golden Gate, puts the blinkers on. The horse has shown a ton of speed here, uh, brings it to Los Al for eight seventy. So um, I'm thinking. Four is the best, and uh, maybe there's more upside with the five. So I went four, five, two. And I'll go four, two, five there to complete the early double. Race three, this is the pick six race, race number three, with an eight race card tonight. We're going four and a half furlongs, conditional claimings, uh, claimers with a tag of $5,000. Uh, this is for Phillies of Maris, three olds and up, which have never won two races. Very nice purse of $14,000, and that's because we have a nice, excuse me, field of nine. Curtis, is love, is love, is all you need? <laughs> That's where I went, down <laughs> along the rail for Angie. You know, it's kind of, um, her horse, uh, was it unobtainable? Just kept going and so winning that's and winning. Kind of, once Angie gets these horses rolling, I mean, is complete form reversal for the one. I mean, before the last three, you wouldn't have picked this horse, but just been rolling, wins mm -hmm. for easy for 2,500, wins easy for 3,200, and then drawing off again for 5,000. Draws along the rail. I, there's not, there's some speed in here, but I'm not too afraid of it, so I think can be more forwardly placed. Vinny steps aboard, who's hitting at 27% for Aragon, who I, I think is riding up north uh, a little more for Angie right now on the Ferris circuit. So I think the one looks uh, double tough here in the third. Love is all you need. Three wins in a row in the last three starts. And those last three wins have been when facing Phillies and Mares. Before that, back in March and February, she was facing tougher and males. Dropped in class, faced females. And now confidence boosting wins each and every time. I'm with the one as well there. For second, I'll go to the two Helical for Adriana Vallejo and Efren Hernandez. Has speed. Can probably break the one. And that can make the two dangerous on the front end. 
there's not a lot of speed. Uh, the four should break a little bit well as well, but the two could show speed and try to take them all the way. Uh, I think that's the main threat. So I'll go one, two, and then the seven here, Gaybird, as a horse from off the pace that's going to be picking up late there, making that move alongside the one. The one's going to be more of a stalker, where I think the seven is going to be more of, the, of a deeper closer. And I think this one could, could be rolling late. So uh, one, two, and seven for me here in race number three. Yeah, I like the one on top. The two, Helia Cal for second there. Uh, like you said, showed that speed. And I think should be out there um, on the front end there. Uh, and drawn to the inside of the other speed who I think will be there for as a rule. I think that'll be beneficial to the two. And then I'm gonna go to the three for another deep closer here. First time off the claim for Justin Clark. Claimed it for 2,500, gives it four months off, brings it back for 5,000. Uh, that's Justin's game, you know, he uh, he claims them and, and he does pretty well. And he gives it a pretty good confidence boost by putting it all the way up to the $5,000 level. It's a juicy 10 to one, but I just thought I'd take a little chance because I thought besides the one, I thought the third race was pretty wide open. Yeah, so field of nine set to post. I'll go one, two, seven. One, two, three. All right, race number four, the payoff leg of the Olympic four, and this is the $30,000 uh, Edward Juvenile Invitational Stakes. We got a field of seven set to post. They're going 350 yards. A few, of this, a few of these didn't really quite make the final. They're back in here, and Curtis in this spot, Ready to go right off the bat. Lock of the night. There's that ever familiar sound. Uh, lock of the night, ladies and gentlemen, for me in race number four. And it's going to be the seven. Nomadic, who won the debut two starts back. And then, you know, it was 1580. You know, we we're kind of waiting to see what he, what he was going to do second time out. And that was a very good second behind the impressive debut winner, Tel Cartel, who came back to win that allowance. But I like the way Nomadic was finishing in that race. I like the improvement. I like the outside draw. I like the extra 20 yards. Give me Nomadic, the lock of the night, to picking him up there from the outside draw. I agree. Nomadic looks really dangerous here. In the fourth, I'm going to put him in for third. All right. I'm going to go to the two, Butterlicious for Chris O'Dell. Uh, just missed qualifying for the Ed Burke there. Uh, didn't really break that well and accelerated nicely, got into the mix and got up to uh, win the photo there by a nose over Sasco Blue, so I think it looks pretty dangerous uh, again. And then I'm going to go to the four Max My Bullets for Jesus Nunez. A horse uh, podcast listeners know I've been kind of chasing lately. Mm -hmm. uh, the start two, uh, two starts back, I thought, got bumped and rallied nicely, so kind of put me back on this horse. So again, I played it back in the trial. Floki on the outside was that... Uh, Horse for Jose Flores, it just absolutely There's flew out options, of there. Yeah. And Max My Bolts had no chance after stumbling at the start, but I th uh, thought it was still a pretty good effort for third. Went 1786, so I'll give him the look for second. And then your horse, Nomadic, um, who looks to be finishing well, which I don't really like Moonlight Coronas going farther than 300, mm -hmm. but this one does look to be finishing well and draws the outside, so I think your lock looks pretty good here. Yeah, if he can break right there with them, he doesn't find himself too far back. I'm gonna love my chances there from that outside draw. Uh, so you're going two, four, seven? Yes. I'll go seven, two, four. So top three, we're still in agreement here uh, with those top three choices. Butterlicious there, like you mentioned, we he was kind of one of those breakout horses we're waiting for, right? They're on trials out, but yeah. he just didn't break all that well, but still to get up for the win, that was that was pretty, pretty good there. Uh, so we'll see what Butterlicious can do here and Cody Jensen stays aboard. I'll go seven to four. My lock of the night there, Nomadic. All right, two, four, seven for me. 
All right, race number five, the start of the late pick four. We got uh, quarter horses going 300 yards. This is for a maiden claiming tag of $16,000. Uh, field of six at the post. Who'd you pick? I'm going to go to the three cutthroat here for Jose Flores. Dropping from maiden 20000 to 16000 Was uh, knocked into the rival at the start. And uh, I thought it finished out okay, better than looked, uh, if that ain't country. A uh, horse we usually talk about here, a uh, um, horse that really looked good for John Cooper. The time just wasn't that good. I mean, it's yeah. 16.30, which I'm just shocked at. And I kind of had to take a double take because, you know, I was really high on, on this horse the way, the way it was finishing. Maybe it was just drifting out a little. But uh, with the trouble at the start and the class drop, I, I think maybe we can get a little price here in the fifth. You'll go to the three cutthroat. I'll go to the favorite, the five. One Royal Moonlight here uh, for Christopher Odell, homebred for Abigail Kawan and Akoa there. Fifth on the view, fifth, second time out. But did improve in the final clocking there from 1616 to 1578. So just looking at the time, uh, at the times, that was a very, very uh, good improvement there. Now drops in class for the first time. Uh, definitely the five looks like the horse to beat with any kind of improvement there. Drawn in between two horses that th hasn't have not broken all that well in, the, in their previous starts, mm -hmm. the four and the six, and I think that that uh, that kind of benefits the five there from post uh, post five. So five, and then my long shot is going to be the two out and about there for Avery Lada. Shout out to Avery Lada. He was one of the, the one of the horses that was able to get me that that pick four on Friday night. He won at, at a big price. He's got another shot here for Jose Flores. Uh, this one finished fourth on debut. Despite getting bumped at the start there, had worked 12.50 before that debut back on May 18th. I think this horse can build on on that uh, on that fourth debut. It was only a field of six that night, but I think this horse could 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 move forward with that experience. So I'll go five two, and then your three cutthroat there. The other Jose Flores runner here for Erasmo Gasca, and what a season Erasmo Gasca is having, right? Yeah, I, I very at, solid. I looked at the standings. I was like. Who's in second? I was like, Erasmo Gasca second behind Ayala? Yeah, well, he's clicking on all cylinders with Matt Fails, getting a lot of winners there. And here he, he's getting into the Jose Flores barn, so getting in a lot more barns. And uh, he's proven to be a capable rider. Yeah, and by the way, Ayala is uh, serving a, a suspension this weekend. But I believe he is riding the stakes, right? Yes. Because I think he can ride stakes, yeah. So I'll go five, two, three. Just got a little bit different uh, order oh. here. Got the three on top. All right. The favorite one, Royal Moonlight. Uh, you know, broke quickly, but weekend against Forgot the Rose, uh, who came back and kind of disappointed there on Ed Burke trial night. That, that was a disappointment. Yeah, that was one. Was, we I did our uh, our qualifier pool. Yeah. And everybody, I, I think, had Forgot the everybody, Rose. Everybody, yeah. And uh, just really disappointed there. But, you know, takes the drop down uh, to $16,000 claiming level and has the, the fastest time by far for 300 yards at 1578. And then I'll go to the two out and about the other Jose Flores runner. I, I agree with you. In the debut, just broke in, bumped, and lugged out, and I, I thought it's capable of much better going back to that May 18th work of 12.5. So I'm going to try and uh, get either one of these Jose Flores horses here in the fifth. By the way, shout out to our man Eddie B. Eddie Burgard. He took down that pool, and it came down to a tiebreaker, right? Yes, it was uh, him and Orlando had the, the most qualifiers. 
But uh, Orlando di didn't go to the uh, the thousandths yeah. of, a, of a second the there. The three he, decimal points. Yeah, yeah. and that was the downfall. Burgard won by default because he actually had a thousandth of a second in there. And, of course, classic Professor G, he said, I would have had it. Right? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. I would have been right there. <laughs> he said, I would have said so-and-so, so I would have had it. Yeah, I, I mean, George was telling me I was completely out. Then he was telling me it was just between me and Burgard. Then it actually ended up being just between Burgard and Professor. So I mean, it was just a roller coaster of emotions between really that and the was. consensus. I don't know how we we did not get more than four. <laughs> yeah, I I think some of our winners they just they just disappointed. They just didn't run fast enough, and that really hurt us. And I tried to go the route of you know where some horses double up in, in uh, each trial yeah, there mm -hmm. and uh, that didn't work out too the, the races I did that in neither one of my horses qualified so <laughs> that was double zonks al along the way for me so it was you Professor G Ed Burgard uh, Quarter George Caleb and I yes so it was six of us there yeah and it came down to a to a tiebreaker between Eddie B and Professor G yeah. All right, race number six, the start of the late pick three. We're going 300 yards again. Mating claimers here for a tag of $16,000. We got a field of eight set to post. Who'd you pick here? I'm going to go to the three. Royal five bar for Jorge Farias. Uh, Cesar Franco back aboard here. Last time out was just unprepared at the start when favored. So just draw a line through that race. Two outs ago, ran a really nice uh, third there. Uh, only lost by half to the two, a lot of delight, who uh, is drawn right next to him again and has already faced setting the bar there. Three back, so I, I think his poison ready for another big one, dropping into the claiming ranks for the first time. That is my question to you. Do you think we could see a claim? Because this one, by royalty's choice, out of that mare, five bar Molly. First time up for 16,000. <sighs> Yes or no, will there be a claim? You know, I I could see maybe some people wanting this just for the, the breeding, even though it's 16000 Some people just dip in there and, and buy these horses that are, you know, really nicely bred out of that nice mare, Five Bar Molly. Sometimes they'll just use them as like a backyard yeah, exactly. stallion, so yeah. uh, you never know. Uh, I could see this one maybe dropping down one more time. To 12 but for me? Yeah, I, I could see it going down maybe one more level if... Uh, if uh, he doesn't win tonight, but hopefully he does win tonight. I want to pick this horse on top, <laughs> so uh, you know somebody will have to claim it and then then jump it up to twenty thousand. Interesting. No, this one is racing without Lasix. Off Lasix for the three, and I went back and forth. Ultimately, I landed on the two ahead of the three, so I went two three here in this spot. A lot of the light last time out. That was a tough beat there. We're finishing second by a neck at five to one. Uh, final clocking was very solid in fifteen fifty three. And interestingly enough, the Connections uh, got a very good race out of this one. They're like, you know what? Let's drop in for a claiming tag, mm -hmm. just like he did. Two starts back and finish a good second. But off of that race last time out, they're kind of expecting a, a good effort. And they faced each other, the two and the three. Two starts back for the three back in that May 11th outing. And uh, Royal Five are just finished a neck behind it, too. So uh, very tough to separate, separate them in my eyes. And I'll go two, three. And then the seven here on the outside. That is vindicated for Scott Willoughby and Vinnie Bernard. Make the first start of the year last time out. Uh, got bumped at the break there. Was Went off at 5-1 against straight maidens again. Tonight, dips in class. And had worked from the gate. Uh, excuse me. Had worked uh, turn and work on April 30th. 18 flat there. Going 350 yards. Uh, I think the class drop and second time off the layoff. Could move this gelding up. So um, I'll go two, three, and seven in a 
very tricky race six. It's not it's not easy in my eyes. Yeah, I like the three on top and then the two. Uh, a lot of delight there. Been knocking on the door three out of the last uh, four starts and has been facing a lot of these same rivals there. And then I, I was choosing between the one and the seven. Uh, I was looking at the seven vindicated, really nicely bred Foos out of Forgive Him and had that nice turn and work like you said, but has had trouble in both starts. But I ultimately landed on the one special JB for third, drops back in for a tag from the connections where they claimed it for maiden claiming 10,000. Last time out, just broke slow, lost path and was bumped. Uh, that was against the two and the three. I'm just pointing back to that race two outs ago against Maya Signature and Alec Carrera where he got involved early and just kind of weakened at the end. I think if this horse can just break like that, uh, catching a, a softer field will help in the end and help Special JB finish and be right there in the money. Very, very interesting race number six. I'll go 237. 321. Wow. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is? Hello, Daily Double. And God, I missed that. Uh, we're going 330 <laughs> yards here in race seven. Quarter horse, sis, claiming tag of 12,500 here. Field of six. Very interesting first leg of the late double. I don't think we're going to agree here, but who'd you pick? I'm going to go to the three. Captivating cartel. All right, no, we don't. We're not on top. Not okay, on top. don't worry. I, I thought about this pick as well. I mean, this horse only likes to win at huge odds. Yes. Only likes to drop bombs. But I mean, Oscar uh, has been riding this horse well after that race last time at 3:30. Went a nice 16.86. Uh, I thought that was a pretty good race against our valiant hero and Remy Marco. I think that's a pretty good $8,000 claiming race. Uh, they step it all the way up to 12.5. You know, as long as that horse can run back, I think that puts him right in the mix uh, with the rest of these horses. So I'm going to go to the three. And you know what's funny about the three? Because you see that big upset at 21 to 1 back mm -hmm. in December? Yeah. Well, you figure a horse that broke on top, went all the way, and, and won nicely and going 300 yards. You would think this horse would have a shot at hitting the supers, going 100 yards, right? Yeah. And here I am. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to use him in the super. He's got to hit the super at least. Going 100 yards. He broke on top. He won. He's yeah. cutting back. He's got to hit the super. Boom. Fifth. Boom. Sixth. I was like, forget this. I'm off of this horse. Came back. Okay, good third. Back 100 yards. Good third. What did, he do last, what did she do last time out? Led every step of the way and crushed. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I, I just... If this horse came out and, and ran a stinker, I'd be like, you know, what was I thinking? Yeah. That, that was captivating Car Cartel. But, I mean, Oscar staying aboard this horse uh, over the two class stopper. I'm thinking he's poised and ready to go again. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the three for third. I'm picking the four on top. Price and XX for Ron Figueroa. Only three starts, but all those three starts were pretty solid. A second, a third, and a win. So very competitive. We know this one can run fresh given that debut second behind Transcend back in July of last year. It is a long layout, but Roman Figueroa tends to do well with horses there, bringing them fresh. And this one this sh does show a 12.50 workout back on June 12th. So I'm banking that the four could be ready to go off the layout. So four for me, and then the six for second. Uh, that is Unwavering pra uh, Patriot for Monte Rosa. Armando Viramontes has the mount. Uh, this one stamped himself as a horse to watch, breaking that maiden there when dropping in class, four starts back, came back with a good second, has been just facing much tougher in the last two starts. KR High Five, Chocolatito, Ms. Monte Lita, both for gold. I think the drop back in class, the outside draw, that, that makes him a very, very legitimate contender. So four, six, three for me here in race seven. 
Yeah, I like the three on top, and then I'm going to go to the six Unwavering Patriot. I, I think class relief is the key for this horse. Like you said, just been hooking a lot tougher foes. But before uh, the you know three outs ago, ran second by a nose in an allowance event, and then broke the maiden there really impressively by a length and a quarter. Draws the outside again. Hopefully the class relief will help again tonight. And then I'm going to go to the five, Just ah, Zoom in Senator. That's uh, right, right. A little bit of a prize here for uh -huh. Paul Jones coming in from, uh, what was that? That's Rialito, correct? Rialito. I mean, one there, and then before that was at Remington. I, I watched the workout on this horse. It was 1810. It wasn't moving all that great, but I mean, it wasn't 1810, and for a 12-5 level, I, th I think that's pretty good. So maybe Paul's just trying to sneak one in here and uh, put it in, put it in the right spots. Again, Ayala, he, he wasn't able to ride, so Huerta gets aboard. But I mean, eight to one, I think, uh, is a pretty good price on this horse. First time at Los Al. Shout out to all my all my peeps out there in in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, your old stomping yeah, grounds at, uh, at U of A, the racetrack and industry program. Relito Park there, just zoom in center back uh, last one there back on February 24th. So I'll go four, six, three, three, six, five. All right, Curtis, we've only heard the alarm once. So this could only mean one thing. Oh, that's right. And it's in the biggest race so far uh, how, at Los Alamitos. How are you going with the lock in the biggest race of the year thus far here tonight? I'm, I, I looked at it and I said, Mental Air is going to go off four to one. Already beating <laughs> Dreams Divine there in the kindergarten. Yes. Men, uh, you know, Dreams Divine was never going to beat Mental Air that night. Uh, really nicely drawn in the trial. Drew along the inside there. You know, broken was only half a length down. And I thought this horse cruised in the end. Only hand urged by Sanchez. I think the the come home time was like. 963 so i think there's plenty left in the tank and i think mental air is still improving and it has every right to like uh the 350 yards drawn next to geothermal who you know we uh we always point out this terrific energy baby sometimes they don't break they're to the inside and being right next to the rival that he's already beaten dreams divine i i think he's just drawn well and he's well spotted again for another big effort in ed burke million look at you lock of the night four to one mental error you're telling me you're jumping off dreams of mine the horse that broke through the gate came <laughs> back to qualify very good third adding the flip me harder last time out for the first time and won nicely oh this could get very very interesting i mean as much as i like dreams divine you know you, you know I like her, but came out of that first trial, and I heard there was a little bit of a little bit of rumbling that people were upset because five horses came out of the first trial that night. I've never even seen four come out, and uh, that night we had five come out of the very first trial. So people who don't think it's good to be in the earlier trials, uh, there's your proof right there. That, that's that's a poster child, right? For yes. Try, for landing in the first trial, and we and we see it time and time again. Time again, usually those first early trials. Those end up being one of the fastest qualifiers of the time throughout the night. They tend to hold their, their weight if they get a clean trip and run good. And this one, I believe, was run still under daylight. And there was a little bit of a tailwind. And that, you know, that mixture combined to to a very, very quick time. A lot of the horses are qualifying. And, and that's why we didn't see horses like Up and Adam qualify, uh, who ran a good second or third behind, who was it? Behind the Terminal 1 in that trial. Uh, and there was a uh, there were some other good horses that ran well enough, but that running early under daytime that yeah. proved to be the key for for a lot of these runners. I mean, there was some uh, they were sweating out like uh, people were thinking maybe Mental Air might not even get in. Yeah, exactly, yeah, because <laughs> you know there was such fast times early on. But 
yeah, he was able to he was able to sustain and finally get in for a, for a good time there. I mean, the 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 bubble ended up being the three teapot, who's yes. two for two. Uh, that terrific energy baby there uh, for Christopher Odell. But I respect the pick, mental error. That's my second choice. But I'm going with the six. Geothermal. Christopher Adele Eduardo Nicasa here. 17.68 in that trial. That was the third trial of the night. Uh, and the, the thing that impressed me impressed me from this one on debut was that uh, she didn't break completely slow. But she, also she didn't break on top. But she broke good enough for a terrific energy baby and then crushed mm -hmm. at, 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 at 17-1. to 1. And that's the thing that kind of impressed me for her because... We've known the Terrific Energy Babies, they can finish. They can finish all day long. Yes. But it's more about when they can learn how to break. And I think this one is getting the hang of it early on in her career. So if she takes another step forward, uh, I think she's going to be tough to beat. So give me the six, the seven mentor for second, and you can't leave out the eight, Drin Zavine. Uh, 17.56, fastest qualifier, has won three of four. The only other time was that when she finished third there in the, in the, in the, in the kindergarten. But... Ruben Craster and Mike Robbins, they have a good one on their hands. So, very competitive, and they're all drawn next to each other. Yep. I'm going six, seven, eight. We got the same picks. I got seven, and I'm going to go to the eight, Dreams Divine. You know, I like those those exactas. Maybe it can be a, a, a repeat mental error over Dreams Divine, just like they were right behind Chaito Cartel in the kindergarten. And then the six, Geothermal. I think is going to have to be running down the seven and the eight, but... I mean, you can't cut out uh, any of these terrific energy babies. Like you said, if they break, you know they're going to finish. And I've, I've heard uh, from Professor Eduardo Nicasio really likes his horse. He opts f uh, for this one over the three. Teapot, who's another terrific energy mm -hmm. baby. Uh, I think that's the quicker of the, of the two. But I think going down the road, geothermal uh, is better suited for the longer distances. So could be a great thing could be a bad thing that we have all our horses right next to each other but i think that's a great post um one horse that i was pretty high on determined that's I, what i was gonna say i didn't all, like the rail all, draw all, all of us are off the determined one yeah i you know we've been seeing cody being pulled out of the saddle and uh some of these horses have been lugging in the all these royal Sandra babies that have uh come in from new mexico uh for the hubbards uh, a couple into the Odell barn and the Jose Flores barn. So I'm not too sure that the rail is going to be the best part of the track for determining one after some of them have been goofy. That's why I went against them. By the way, I I'm still high on up and at them, even though this one just finished third by a nose in that, in that race. But that race was won at the break when determined one broke that good. When mm -hmm. he broke that good, the race was over. Yes. Uh, but, you know, keep your eyes for favorite mongoose and up and at him when they run back. I think they're they're, they're going to run back and flatten that form of the tournament one uh, because that was the ninth trial of the night. Remember? Uh, so you wanted to be towards the early part. So given this one ran on the ninth trial, that was still a very, very good time considering the, the conditions. So, uh, yeah, but the anti-draw kind of worries me as well. That lugging in, that that's, what's, that's what that's uh, what kind of talked me off of the one. But uh, who would be the Superfecta horse for you here? Whew. I'm not going to say the two. Because Eduardo took off the uh, the two and the three there, so I think a horse that is a lot better than looked so far has been the four Javelina Cantina. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one I, I think has been sneaky, uh, really well bred Foose 
uh, out of the great mare Little Talks, who did really well for Mike Castleman. Uh, only finished a, a half a length back from Dreams Divine there, and, and I thought uh, has been finishing well in both starts. So uh, I think this one has every right to improve. 20 to 1 on the morning line. But yeah, and the Mike Castleman runners, they tend to really move forward second and third time out. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so watch out for the four. I'll probably give you the five, Floki. Uh, it's only 6-1 to one on the morning line, but I think you might get a better price at post time. I think this one might could float up with 6-7-1 with there, uh, taking plenty of play. But uh, Floki there much improved in that second time out. Because, I mean, let's face it, this one had worked too good to believe that that 17 May de debut was pretty much everything he had. He had yes. worked a very nice 12-20 and came back and ran an even fifth. There was That drill was too good to not believe that the 5 could run much better. True. And that's basically what I said on the quarters that night. And that's why I made a long shot case for this one. And sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta trust what you saw in the workouts and give them another shot. Yeah. And that's why you get good prices. Some of these horses completely get overlooked because of a flat effort or, or, or whatever it might be first time out. And this one showed up at nineteen to one to crush there in seventeen sixty two. So I'll go six, seven, eight, and then the five there as my fourth choice. Yeah, I think Floki just. Uh kind of was hurt by Jose Flores and Paul Jones. Sometimes they have these horses that work really fast in the morning. And and then at night, it just doesn't translate to the nighttime racing. And I think maybe gamblers uh, had kind of seen that angle. They completely jumped off Floki. Mm -hmm. And that's why everybody got the price that night. But, I mean, just absolutely flew out of the gate there and, and ran a terrific time. And uh, he looked up at... Did lug out, yes. uh, not going to be able to make those kind of mistakes, uh, especially being right next to geothermal and mental air. Uh, but I think uh, besides my, my top three, uh, I think that you can look at a lot of prices underneath that. I mean, Ventura just there on the outside, uh, just gained third. And again, that was in, in the first trial against Dreams Divine. But I know that was a long shot play for Professor, I believe on trial night in a really well-bred apolitical jest at a personal glory and Felix Gonzalez and Julio De La Torre uh, they've been gangbusters all year long so I can see that one getting out to a quick start. Yeah, Ventura Jess JQM who finished second by a notice to that five-bar jackpot who I'm still waiting to see where that one shows uh, up. That'll be one to come back maybe uh, possibly Golden State Million that's what they're well, they're waiting on. We'll, we'll try to find out. All right, Edward McMillan Futurity, I'll go 6785. 7864. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the podcast. Good to be back, Curtis. Um, Viva La Carla was still in attendance. She, she was holding down the Ford at Racing Awards. That's what, see, that's, that's what, it, that's what it I was missing. It all comes back to It all to comes you. back to me. I was going to ask you, did you see that great promo of the new jacket they're giving out? I, I tried to go sign up for it. I don't know what Carla was doing. I don't know where she was. I tried to go. But, yes, uh, for uh, Racing Rewards players, you go sign up. I believe it is if you bet $50. Or, or I'm sorry, not $50. If you bet 50 race nights, uh, you can get a hat. You, and then, uh, was it the VIP Racing Rewards Retro Cap? And then 90 different race nights in 2019, you can get a VIP Racing Rewards Players Jacket. I need me that. Now, it doesn't say how much you have to bet. That could be a way to, to circumnavigate this. It doesn't say you have to spend $100 in a night. You're thinking <laughs> that there could be a conspiracy here. Workaround, per se. I'm, so you're thinking you can maybe parlay a couple show bets? Yeah. Just turn that money around, and that counts as a what? As a bet, right? You come out to Los Al, 
you come out for 50 or 90 different nights and uh, you have a good time, you could actually win the jacket for free. You That's could just exactly. make a couple show bets uh, or even a dollar exact or something like that. You're going to walk home with some free swag. It's the first time they've done hats and jacket giveaways uh, from Racing Rewards. Usually it's just uh, in the form of vouchers uh, when you when you earn enough points. But I think this is pretty good. It's a really nice jacket. It says key player on yeah. it. And uh, I, I tried to just get one right away from Professor, but he said I had to play, so <laughs> I have zero pull around here. Uh, who are we going to give credit for that promo? Is that the brainchild of people like Carla or Professor G? You know... Because there's been some good things since since Viva La Carla arrived. You, you a, think she's really th turned it around there's here? Been she, some, there's been some good movements around. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's just give her credit because I don't ever want to give Professor credit. <laughs> so, sure, uh, Viva La Carla. Congratulations on your on your first big promo giveaway. Uh, I will be signing up soon. Also, on top of that, if you add your birthday and your email to your Racing Awards uh, uh, profile there, you will get a, a $10 food voucher to be used uh, during your birthday month. Really? So, yeah, 10 bucks for free to yeah. eat. I mean, you can grab a, a hamburger combo upstairs. You can grab a, a, a burrito from the cantina downstairs. Yeah. Or you can take down that thing to Shawnee's. Get yourself a club sandwich. Uh, some tacos. Yeah, that's uh, definitely the, that'd be the spot where I could just go, sit at Schwanny's, earn your points. Yeah. Pretty soon you're walking out with a hat and jacket. And uh, also, on top of that, you will receive one 20% off coupon that you can use in the Los Alamitos gift shop during your birthday month. So that's that is a birthday promo. Look at that. This is Hold on. We can't be giving away all this <laughs> stuff, all right? We can't be giving away all. So, ladies and gentlemen, come to Los Alamitos. <laughs> go up to the, to the second level. Uh, which is actually, if you arrive, it's actually considered the third level. Yes. You go up the escalator twice to get up to Racing Rewards uh, booth there. And you can add your email and your uh, and your birthday to your prayer profile. You get a 10th follow food voucher on your birthday month and also a 20% off coupon for the gift shop. So on top of that, if you want to buy a nice a nice little style vest, a nice hat, uh, jackets, polos, mm -hmm. a bunch of nice stuff downstairs in the in the in the... In the in the gift shop, 20% off coupon. No, cool. I, I, I will have to say I was very against the gift shop when it first opened. Took away the old arcade. Yes. Spent many nights of my yes. childhood uh -huh. in there. But the gift shop they put in, they do have a lot of it's nice cool. stuff. It's, it, nice it's stuff. way better yeah. than the other gift shop they used to have that I believe was on the third floor a long time ago. They have really nice hats and jackets and shirts. They got nice belts. They got toys for the kids. So uh, it's, it's definitely a really nice uh, little gift shop if you want to go and get a souvenir. And also, if you're here on certain nights, like Sunday, June 23rd, double the points for Racing Rewards members there. If you want to wager here, more dates to be announced. But that's pretty cool. Uh, check out uh, the Racing Rewards. It's free to join. Uh, if you're already betting a little style here on track, then you're missing out. Just yeah. sign up for a card and use your card when you when you make a bet. And shout out to anyone who has a Nightlines. Uh, shout out to Vinny for his first modeling gig. Oh, yeah. Modeling the hat and jacket. He, he's getting a, a... How do you say that? Not collateral, but what do you say that? What's that word I'm looking for? Uh, when you like you star in a movie and then you get you get, you get get money after years and years and years. Uh, oh, residuals? Your residuals. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's getting residuals there from that modeling gig. Uh... But let's get back to the NBA talk. Kalinka finally made a deal. He got AD. He doesn't have anyone else. I think the team right now is just LeBron, uh, Kuzma, doesn't matter. and AD. And that's doesn't it. Doesn't matter. It's over. <laughs> it's already over. Vegas says Lakers are 3-1 to one to win the title. When I... Uh, 
Cordis George, he texted me mm -hmm. the day before the trade uh, happened, and Vegas already had the Lakers as the favorite. And I was like, well, how could this be possible? Yep. We haven't even gotten anybody yet. And boom, the next day, the news breaks. Anthony Davis coming over. But, uh, I mean, we got, we, got rid of, we got rid of Ingram. We mm -hmm. get rid of Lonzo, which uh, I know nobody really cares about. And uh, they, they go over to New Orleans. We got rid of a bunch of draft picks. Uh, that does kind of hurt. But Anthony Davis is a once-in-a-lifetime player. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up these options for you, okay? You tell me what you want. Go ahead. Do you want Kemba? Do you want Kyrie? Do you want somehow, some way to land Chris Paul? Some, somehow God, they no. dump him? No. They dump him and you can pick him up? Like your friends can finally get that trade that they wanted and get Chris Paul. That team. one's already off the table. <laughs> I do not want Chris Paul. So Kemba, uh, Kyrie, Chris Paul, or a couple of role players instead of all that money in one player. Kemba Walker would probably be my number one there. Okay. But the guy that uh, you know that I love and, and you love him as well, yes. Patrick Beverly. Yes, there's rumors that it's intensifying. The talks could be there. I mean, he has the grit, oh, and he, he could lock it that down on defense. That would suck if you guys take him away from the Clippers. That would suck. I, I think he was saying that whoever pays me the most, that's yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. So he's just a mercenary, but, I mean, he's going to give you blood, sweat, and tears whenever he's out on the court. But I saw um, a story today. The Lakers were looking at D'Angelo Russell again. That see, that's that's a big <laughs> no-no for me, right? Like after you 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 shoo him away, you yeah. kind of kicked him out the door. How are you? How are you even? I don't think even D'Angelo would like to come back, right? It, it definitely is a weird scenario that you know he he goes away from Los Angeles. He go he goes to Brooklyn and he he, he blossoms. Moves, yeah. He starts playing well, but uh, the you know with the rumors of Kyrie going there. Uh, they think that you know everything is on the mend, and it you know time heals all wounds, and Russell can come back and play well for the Lakers. Wow! Oh, how about this? What if you can get a Carmelo for the minimum? Oh, get out of here! We're not. There's wait. talks. There's legitimate talks that both parties are interested. We're not bringing Carmelo Let's in. Get the banana vote group. <laughs> we Let's get the banana vote. <laughs> We need guys that are going to play defense both ways. That's the only thing I will miss about Lonzo. He could play defense. Yes. Uh, I, I will miss that. I think that was a very underrated aspect to his game. But I want Patrick Beverly out there and Anthony Davis there. He could, he could clog everything up. And LeBron chase down blocks. I mean, that would be a sick defense. I'll give I'm not it even a, talking about Kuzma. <laughs> I'll give it a month before the rumors of Dwayne Wade coming out of retirement to join LeBron. Oh my, uh, no. uh, th th I'll give it a month. That's it. I, and I'm, I guarantee you, within a month's time, there's going to be rumors that LeBron's buddy Dwayne Wade <laughs> is contemplating coming out of retirement. I mean, back when we had Carl Malone and Gary Payton, uh, everybody thought that was over, and, what and a uh, team, that didn't right? work out what too a team well. That was. You tell me you had Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, yep. Shaq, yep. Gary Payton, Carl Malone, and they couldn't get by Detroit. Was it Detroit? Yep. Uh, what did we get swept? Didn't we? Did we get swept by the Pistons? I can't even remember. I, it was quick. Oh yeah. I mean the. Pistons I would say it was three one. It, it was. It was. Uh, well, it was short. Back then work. it was a series of five, I think. Right. Uh. No, yeah. it was seven. It was seven. It, it was still seven. But I mean, they they made quick work of us. Everybody thought it was over. I mean that that but, was. I, I mean, in the end, people want to talk about gets those tired legs. People want to talk about the words just jumping in and getting. I mean, that team was bananas. Yes, that team was ridiculous. Oh, that's what we didn't. We didn't talk about the finals. I felt so bad. Oh yeah, for the Warriors. Congratulations <laughs> to the Raptors. 
uh, they played very well, but God, I mean, it was just, it was sad to see all, all oh, yeah. the Warriors just going down left and right. And can you imagine the, 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 the Rockets thinking, why didn't they get hurt when we were playing yeah. them, right? Yeah, but I mean. Get, my, but on top of that, I mean, the Rockets had every shot. Given, given, oh, yeah. given, given all the rumors that are now coming out, th- there was something not right there. Yeah. Because they had every shot to win that game six and, 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 and get back into the mix. And they just couldn't do it. And right immediately after that, in that press conference, I remember saying, I remember something that stuck with me was James Harden immediately saying, I know what we need to do to win next year. Yeah. I, I know it. I know what we need to do. And I was like, whoa. Like, it, that, that kind of leads you to believe there's something internal. And now we know there, there's, there's just uh, not, not, enough, uh, not enough roses and daisies there in that <laughs> locker room. Yeah, the reports were that Chris Paul and, and Harden, they hadn't talked in, like, months during, the, during the season. Their relationship is unsalvageable. Yeah, but, I mean, we were talking about it. Chris Paul, you know, he's a, a pick-and-roll type of guy. Yeah. He wants to get people involved, and Harden just wants to stay out there. So uh, it's just a difference in ideologies, pretty much, when it comes down to it. Uh, yes or no? Will Chris Paul play another game for the Rockets? No. Really? I don't. How are they going to get rid of that contract? Uh, I, I think they'll they'll ship him off somewhere. Uh, that's what I, I, I heard uh, and, and read stories that they basically tried to give him away. Yeah, like who's going to But nobody wanted him. But I think somebody around uh, will definitely need uh, a caliber of Chris Paul. Say, yes, I don't want him on my team, but he could still definitely help uh, yeah, teams that, for sure. that uh, definitely are on the improve. And it's got to be someone in the East for sure. No one in the West is going to take him. Yeah, I, I think his, his better days are behind him. He's still getting hurt, you know, all, all the time. What is this, his hamstring? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. Uh, I believe. And so, I mean, but right there, he's damaged goods there. But I think he can bring a veteran presence, and, and he can still play. But I think he's owed some ridiculous amount. I think he's owed like 30-something and then 40-something. I think he's owed like 30-something and then 40 and 40. I mean, how that is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a lot to take on there. Wow. But, I mean, I, I definitely think uh, Harden's going to have his way and uh, get Chris Paul out of there and bring in somebody that uh, better suits their team and could possibly get them further, especially now that the, the the Warriors aren't, you know, they, they're not going to really be a factor no. next year with uh, no Durant and uh, Clay will both be both be healing. I don't, I don't think Curry can, can do it. So. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be something if Durant opts in just to sit out the whole year and rehab and just take the money from them? I, I believe that's what they're kind of hoping that they can get him there or they can get him and and trade them. And so they, they actually get some, some uh, pieces in place in case Kevin Durant leaves. Mm. That's what that's what I'm hearing there. So I you always co- gotta have the, the yeah. clock ticking yeah. or, or the, you know, the 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 clock turning in your head. That's why I mean the NBA has become so much of a show off the court that is so fun to follow on Twitter. Oh, it's insane! It, it's ridiculous. It's like it's so much fun to keep up with like the next gossip or what's going on. It's yeah. it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely been fun to watch. There were so many things going around before the finals were even over. Yeah, that's how crazy it got. Yeah. As much as I, I love all the stuff going on, I think it does hurt the game when the players have so much control now yes. over where they're going and who they want to play with. There's just so much discrepancy in the league. I mean, yes, I'm a Lakers fan, so it helps me that they want to come to a big time. But some of the small markets, I can see why they're, they're just hating it right now. Do you think the Lakers have a shot at Kawhi? They don't, I don't think they have enough money right now. Uh, you know, we were joking about it last night, but I don't think Kawhi wants no. to play there. I, I think he wants to go because he's always been the quiet type, yeah. and, and and he's already uh, been playing so well and proven that he's he can be the leader of the team. I, I don't think he wants to come to the Lakers, but 
I mean, if he did, I'll welcome him. <laughs> but no, don't worry, I'll take him. <laughs> I'm still in that mentality that he went to Toronto, he got the championship. What else is there to do? Yeah. Right. So I think it, it kind of worked out both ways. Toronto got the championship they wanted. Uh, I don't think. I don't think that he's going to be swayed more so by, by, by the money, and he's going to be swayed more about where he really wants to be. Yeah. Right. Because Toronto's going to can offer him a lot of money, but uh, still, I think if he's if he had his mindset on coming home to LA, he's going to find a way to come home. Uh, definitely being there with Jerry West you, you you have West and Kawhi that's going to bring in people yeah uh you know having him on the floor and West behind the scenes I mean they're going to get some some pieces around Kawhi and and they could be really dangerous but I think this is a, a pretty good tipping point for the Clippers yeah. I, I think they need to get Kawhi in there yep. and, and then uh, you know the sky is the limit after that but if they don't get Kawhi it could be rough, yeah. rough going for a they, long time. They, they got a, they got a lot of young, young guys, and it was a fun team to watch last year for the Clippers. But they need that one star. Yeah, it could, it, it only need, they only need one, and uh, and that that could be Kawhi. We'll find out in about a month's time to see what everything happens. All right, Ed Burke, Millie Futurity, Mental Error. Yep, Lock Jill, of the Night. And I'm going, <laughs> uh, I'm going with uh, uh, Jill Thermidor in the big one. Looking forward to it. The next time we talk to you guys, will be underway. With the daytime tournament season. Oh, I'm glad I don't have to pull double duty. You'll be here all day. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here. They'll be charging the wife the gonna, The wife going to let you stay away that long? I don't know. We'll have to find out. We'll He's going to have to bring out. the baby up here and uh, let Steve Anderson babysit. Yeah, yeah I think that, that's a good plan. We'll, we'll try to work that out. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.